we heard from the balloon, they were entering the airlock of a strange spacecraft. This just in, as they make contact with Earth, hovering directly over Bedford, England. Captain's log. We're about to embark on a new mission, stepping on board an unidentified spacecraft. Number of inhabitants? Unknown, but seem to be numerous. We hope we find them friendly. We're on the lookout for supplies. And any interest in Pullman? If this is our last broadcast, Please take care of my cat, Pinky. Hi, Mom. Miss you. I wonder if they have any dashi broth. And my nutritional bark is very low. I'm praying for a sausage roll. Right, crew. Stay behind me. We don't know if they're dangerous. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Oh, my goodness. Please step inside. Come in, come in. <laughs> Welcome to the Mexican Space Station. My name is Lieutenant Colonel Ines Elena Rodriguez Dolores Garcia Molina, but you can call me Ines if you like. <laughs> this is Cassius. As you can probably see, he's my cactus. He's a little bit shy, but don't worry. <laughs> Let me give you a tour of the space station. Here's the living room. Here are the sleeping quarters. Mind your head, that's a little low there. <laughs> What's that, Cassius? But of course they will want to see the view. Don't worry, I won't miss that out. <laughs> this way is the toilet. Here we have some tiles imported all the way from Puebla. Of course, Cassius and I aren't meant to be the only ones, but after my communication equipment was damaged, I've lost all contact with base, and so it's just us with each other for company. And this is the games room, where at the moment Cassius is beating me at Monopoly. He has hotels on Mayfair. Can you believe it? <laughs> You've noticed that she's talking to a cactus, right? Absolutely lovely tyrant. Can we get something like that in the balloon? I think she may have been up here for a long time by herself. Guys, we have a mail just arrived from the place. Let's be specific, we're astronauts. I'm not- The place, Bedford, it's a theater. Please, can I ask for a cold story? The thermostat is stuck on 37 degrees, but Cassius won't let me turn it down. He prefers it like the desert, you see. I can tell the story. Oh, amazing. Okay, let me see. In the snow-covered town of Twistyville, everyone was preparing for the festive season. The elves were building toys ready to be delivered to all the children of the world. Santa was having his 32nd nap of the day in order to be fully rested for the epic post-mission he was about to embark upon. And down in the workshop, Jack the Snowman and Fred the Stickman were meant to be doing routine maintenance on Santa's magical sleigh. 
You see, the thing is, it's not that the sleigh is slow, it's just that I reckon the sleigh could be faster, you know? I know exactly what you mean. It's not like going around the world in a single night, is it? Fast. It's just that it'd be faster if it go around the world in, like, half a night. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Hand me that spadoogle fangler. Here you go. And then Santa could have the rest of the night off. Precisely. And then he'd be able to have a nice sleep. <laughs> he does love a good nap. <laughs> I reckon yeah, that about does it. With these alterations I've made, I reckon Santa's going to be well pleased. Right, Fred, fire it up. Right you are, Jack. Oh, yes. Feel that power. 3,000 reindeer power, that is. Oh, it sounds magnificent. Is it meant to be making that clunking noise? Oh, yes. Right. <laughs> Is it meant to be making that sort of burning smell? Um, yeah. Brilliant. Is it meant to be exploding into a million tiny pieces? Oh, dear. Oh, my goodness, goodness me. Oh, my jolly stockings full of jolly babies. Oh, my colliding candy canes. What have you done? Well, we were making some improvements to Santa's sleigh in order to make it go faster. 3,000 reindeer power faster. And in the process, we might have... Um, Accidentally... Sort of... Blown, blown it, it up. up. Well, I can see that, income poops. This is going to take all day to repair. No problem. We'll get started right away. Yes, sir. No, 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 no. You two aren't going anywhere ninny near it after you broke all the toys yesterday with your snow food competition. Uh, snow jitsu, actually. Here, check out my new kick. <laughs> Sorry. I've got a special job for you. A promotion! Um, yeah, yes, exactly. A promotion. Come with me. The head elf lead Fred and Jack to the stables of the lovely unicorn. Climb it to the moon in your paper balloon. Lovely unicorn! I'm not entirely sure how shoveling huge mounds of unicorn poo might constitute a promotion. No, I agree with you, Fred. It almost seems a little bit like we're being punished. It's a sad world when a snowman and a stickman are punished simply for showing a bit of initiative. And blowing up Santa's sleigh. Well, yes, but that's beside the point. And destroying all the children's toys. It's going to be a long day. Some hours later, the sun was setting. The swirling northern lights could be seen in the sky above Twistyville, and the magical moonlight was preparing to appear. Fred the Stickman and Jack the Snowman were still in the lovely unicorn stable. Shoveling is hard when your hands are just sticks. Ow! Try shoveling when you just made of snow. Honestly, how can one unicorn produce so much poo? Lovely unicorn! Shh, it can hear you, you know, Fred. We'll only get in more trouble. No offence, lovely unicorn. <coughs> Ow! Mother arm! Oh, forget this. Only use the nunchucks I made. <laughs> Best idea you've had all day. I'll use my snow spear to carve it up. I don't mean to pry, but why are you splattering poo all around the stables? Stand back, lovely unicorn. We've got this. 
You two geniuses know that unicorn poop is the most valuable item in all of Twistyville. Huh? What's that now? The rainbow-colored muck you're flinging around is what causes the candy cane palm trees to grow, powers the toy factory, and the force field that protects Twistyville. But you knew that, right? Who's talking? Me, the cat. And now you've lost half of it, and the force field is looking dangerously low. I didn't know we had a talking cat living here. Can I trust you two snowheads to keep a secret? Bit offensive, but yeah. It's me, Eslara the Elf, just practicing oh. <laughs> some shape-shifting to keep in shape. The lovely unicorn needs some company. Plus, the moon is nearly full. So it is. It looks great. Twistyville really sparkles under all that moonlight. Well, the truth is I'm... I'm allergic to moonlight. That's why I'm hiding in here. But I thought your mind-reading powers only work with a full moon. Yeah, it's a real paradox. Nasty. Think I caught that once when I played with yellow snow. Oh, yeah. What's that? What's happening? Twistyville's under attack. I can see bad snowmen. They're taking over. How'd you know they're bad? Well, they're cold mouths are on upside down, aren't they? Also, one of them just punched a reindeer in the face. Not cool. What do we do? This is an SOS. Ho, ho, ho. Twistyville is under attack by the venomous velocity and her minions of bad snowmen. Ho, ho, ho. I don't know why I'm going. Please, if you are receiving this message, then you must save Twistyville with a frozen snow glow. Ho, ho. Repeat, fetch the frozen snow glow. Ho, ho. There's not much time. Much what, Santa? Ties? Tiles? Tyrannosaurs? All my sticks? This is velocity. There is nothing you can do to save your precious Santa. I am now queen of all Twistyville, and my bad snow minions control you all. Your precious snow globe cannot help you now. For two thousand years, I have been alone in my dark and haunted castle, living of rotten fish, but no more. Tonight, I dine on candy cane, palm trees, and who knows, maybe I'll sink my venomous teeth into roasted reindeer. <laughs> Listen, bro, we're the only people who can help. All the Twisty Bills have been captured. We're the only ones who can save everyone and fetch the chosen earlobe. Yeah, the nose and the wardrobe. It's the frozen snow globe, Tinsel Brains. It's a magical snow globe created by Santa to help him make toys. It can create whatever you want. He used it to multiply thousands of toys, but one day it malfunctioned and went crazy. It was too dangerous and out of control, so Santa traveled beyond Twistyville to hide it. 
It hasn't been seen for hundreds of years. To reach it, you must travel through the depths of Marshmallow Land. Come on, bro. Sounds like the quest we've been waiting for. Yeah, high five. Ow, my hand. Really got to stop doing that. The moon is nearly out, so I can't come with you, but I'll be in your heads all the way. Oh. Lovely unicorn, take them through the door to Marshmallow Land. Fred and Jack rode through the door on the back of the lovely unicorn. I'm so lovely! They found themselves in a wondrous land made entirely of marshmallow. Huge marshmallow hills, pink and white twisty marshmallow trees, and entire rivers made out of melted marshmallow float in an extremely sticky sort of way down through the marshmallow fields. Hmm, bouncy. And a bit sticky. But overall, rather, rather nice. You're not a marshmallow. And I'm not either. Who are you? Ready, Yeti. Ready for what? Not Yeti. Not Yeti ready for what? No, that's my name, Ready Yeti. And I am not Yeti. We're, We're Yetis. Yetis. Oh. oh. And now it's time for us to get all mad Yeti on you. Stop. Ready Yeti. Not Yeti. It's time for you to be marshmallowed. Take that, Mallow, and that! Oh, the, ow! The tarts, but it's delicious! Oh, oh that's so tasty! Oh. Now get lost before I throw you in the sticky river! No! I'm not ready to die yet! Thanks for that. I think we could have handled it. Yeah, probably could have handled it. Is that why you were whimpering into the mallow when I came by? Yeah, that's how we prep for a fight. Yeah. Right. My name is Marshmallow, Queen of Marshmallowland. But all my friends call me Marsha. Why are you trespassing in Mallowland? Well, we didn't mean to trespass. We're just on our way to find the magical snow globe. Yeah. We were told by a moonlight intolerant talking cat that it was here. Ah, the magical snow globe. Santa gave that to me for safekeeping many, many winters ago. And I decided to hide it deep under Mount... What's its name? Take your time. We do need its name, though, if we're going to find it. No, that is its name. Mount What's its name. I forgot its name about 400 years ago, and so I just renamed it Mount What's its name? Uh, right, see, that is initiative for you. Good idea. <coughs> we need to get the snow globe to save Santa. Twistyville has been attacked by the venomous velocity, and if we don't find the snow globe, all is lost. Right. Go left at the Marlow Lake, on past the Marshmallow Marshes. Take a quick detour to some hummus at Harry's Hummus Hut. Hire a Marlow boat and sail down the sticky river for about 20 minutes. And then you'll come to Mount What's-Its-Name. The snow globe is inside the mountain. Excellent. I love hummus. Right, off we go. Oh, wait. I almost forgot. 
The snow globe is so cold you have to have special gloves to hold it. And I happen to have a pair right here. That will be 26 euros. 26 euros? Can't you just give it to us? We are saving the world after all. Hmm, that's true. 24 euro. Fly me to the moon in your paper balloon. Fred and Jack continued the arduous journey from the foot of Mount What's-His-Name. I don't think we should be vague about the details here. No, I think that's what it's called. Pay attention. Oh, sorry. I missed that bit. I was just admiring the plumbing. Did you know the toilet flush is in the other direction as it's a Mexican toilet? Ignore him. Please continue. They climbed over craggy peaks, snow-capped summits, and slid down slippery ski slopes pelting each other with snowballs all the way, until they came to the mouth of a cave. The snowman and the stickman stopped as they heard a haunting, unfamiliar tune emanating from inside the cave. But there were other sounds, too. Sounds that could only be made by a large creature. A really large creature! As Fred and Jack stared, a huge, shaggy monster the size of an oversized Christmas tree light celebration switched on by a 1990 celebrity shook a tiny snow globe in his ginormous fist! I don't believe it! It's the Yellow Yeti! I thought I was just a myth! He might hear us. And look, he's got the snow globe in his hand. Now, how to get it? You distract him and I'll chop his head off with my Christmas tree sword. Yeah. Wait, better idea. You distract him and I'll blast him with my snowball cannon. No, wait. You distract him with your snowball cannon and I'll sweep his giant tree trunk legs with my... Hey, guys. Stop planning ways to attack the Yellow Yeti. Who said that? Someone snuck up on us. Attack mode. Yeah. <laughs> I'm inside your heads, you pair of Christmas baubles. It's me, Eslora. Can you take your sword out of my head now, bro? Sorry. Oh, that feels weird. Sorry, bro. This time, violence might not be the answer. Firstly, the Yellow Yeti will crush you. Secondly, he's a lovely guy who's done nothing wrong. Try using another skill. Don't think we have any other skills. Oh, bro, look. He likes some music. <sighs> Are you thinking what I'm thinking? A shark's colorblind? No, dude. Rap battle. battle. I'm a stick man and I'm made of sticks. Not a brick man, mate. I'm not made of bricks. I'm a kick-ass stick. I'm a real big twigger. I've got a gun full of whoop-ass. Here comes a trigger. Malene machine and I stick to my guns. See what I did? I got the stickiest puns. I've got more where that came from. I've got tons. I'll take you out with my sticky buns. I'm a snowman. Yeah, I was made in the snows. I've got cold for eyes and a carrot for a nose. I can smell you, sticky. You've got a twiggy stead. You've got a branch for a chest. How much can you bench? You act like you all that. Like your hench. You can act all you like. You know, Judy Dench. I'm gonna show you you bro, I'm gonna slow you bro, you ain't ever gonna catch my flow, you know? Rap battle, oh it's a rap battle, yeah we fight with flow and rhyme. Rap battle, oh it's a rap battle, yeah we do more but we ain't got time. It's a rap battle.
thing since not did got burger. Here, take snow globe. <laughs> no, don't touch that. You'll be frozen. Wait, bro, she's right. Don't do it. But you are snowman. What is problem? Hand it over to me. You can trust me. Who are you? Why, I'm a kind elf, of course. Santa sent me here to fetch the snow globe and rescue it from a pair of nincompoops. That sounds like us, bro. Yeah, too true. Well, all right. You do not trust kind elf. Smell like fish. And let me say that. Oh, enough of this. Transform! You're not kind elf at all. It is I, Velocity the Venomous. When the moonlight strikes a frozen snow globe on the end of my staff, I will truly hold ultimate power. <laughs> my days of eating rotten fish alone in my cold, dark castle are over. <laughs> Tonight, I eat rotten fish on the mountains under a full moon. Fetch me that snow globe, my snow minions, and come here, stick boy. I'm going to warm up beside a fire. <laughs> a fire made of sticks. Bro, Velocity's after me. They're not really very fast, bro. I guess tentacles aren't really made for walking on snow. Bro, there's a bad snow minion army. It's Lara. Help us. The moon is almost out. I'll be destroyed. But our friends are on their way. And guys, maybe now it's finally time for violence. Let's do it, bro. Christmas tree sword. Snow cannon. Yeah! Over here, snow baddies. Have some hot marshmallow. Come get some more of this. <laughs> get it. Marsha and the elves and reindeer from Twistyville, they're all here! Right in the eye! Look at these elves! Genuinely terrifying. It's too late, you damp pair of stockings! The snow globe is mine! All mine! Velocity had grabbed the snow globe from Aaron's yellow yeti's hands and thrust it onto the end of her staff. But as the light of the full moon struck the staff, something strange and beautiful happened. Velocity looked at the scene in front of her in the silvery moonlight as snow people, elf and reindeer tossed snowballs at each other falling over in the snow. But it's so beautiful. It looks like so much fun. I've never had fun. All I've ever wanted is ultimate power and rotten fish. I'm going to have fun. And I'm going to have a snowball fight. Come and get pelted with snow, everyone. 
and so Velocity threw herself in the game, picking up snowballs and throwing them at everyone else, which she was very good at having eight tentacles. She had something she'd never had before. Fun! And all thoughts of ultimate power were largely forgotten. Oh, wait! Don't throw that! That is my head! I don't need this silly snow globe anymore. Here, stick boy, you take it! Oh! My hands are frozen! Why didn't I wear that gloves? What do we do now, Yellow Yeti? See it with me. Watch Pretty Northern Lights. Last year's fish should be rotten by now. Fly me to the moon in your paper balloon. Sometime later, back in Twistyville, Fred and Jack carefully carried the frozen snow globe back to the toy workshop. Hey, Jack, go high! <laughs> yeah, throw it back to me. Go long, I'll do a running jump. I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Have you snowflake heads learned nothing? This snow globe is extremely dangerous. If anything, it should be buried again, lest the two of you cause more damage. Sorry, Eslara. Ho, ho, ho. Welcome back, Jack. Actually, I'm Fred. And Fred. Sorry, I'm, I'm Jack. Good, good. <laughs> Thank you for dealing with velocity. Well, I guess I'd better bury this snow ho ho globe somewhere nobody can reach it. Ho ho ho. And we can get back to the business of fixing all the toys, you two bro ho ho. What? Wait a minute. I'm having a brainwave. Oh no. Are you thinking what I'm thinking, bro? Robot penguin ski race. No, we use the snow globe to fix the toys. Eslara said it can multiply anything. Well, we can use it to remake all the toys. And give Santa the afternoon off. Yeah. Ho, 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 ho. Now you're talking. You know what, my boys? Maybe a giant snowball fight is what Twistyville has needed all along to let off some steam. Ho, ho. How'd you like to be in charge of organising it? You've got to be kidding me! Bro, high, high five. five! Ow! Every time! And from that day forth, the annual Twistival Games were held at the base of Mount What's-His-Name, organized by Fred the Stickman and Jack the Snowman, where Eslara the Moonlight Allergic Elf refereed from inside the cave. And Velocity and the Yellow Yeti watched arm in arm as they jumped through handfuls of rotten fish. Bravo, everybody! Fly me to the moon in your paper balloon! Oh, yay! What a great story! I'm so glad that they saved Santa! I need to get me a snow cannon. The bacteria in rotten fish can actually play a really important role in our guts. I wonder if you have any. Okay, well, that was an excellent story. Thanks for telling us, Lieutenant Colonel. But we'd better be getting back to the balloon. Captain, we got to thank the people for their ideas, too. Thanks to the place, Bedford. 
down there, along with Stevia Control and George. Get well soon, George. Thanks especially to Louis and Harvey. Beatrice, Sophia and Ava. Pippa, Rufus and Owen and all their families. Great. Well, thank you so much for your wonderful hospitality, Ines Elena. But it's time for us to leave. Crew? Oh, thanks for telling the story. You know, it's so funny now we're leaving, but we thought you might be dangerous. <laughs> leave? You can't leave. You only just got here. Cassius will miss you. And I'm sure there are lots more stories to tell. Besides, we haven't even started to get to know each other yet. For instance, Cassius would like to know if there's anyone who can beat him at Monopoly. <laughs> but seriously, you can't leave! Also, I have the only code to the airlock and all the communications are down. So you see, in space, no one can hear you scream when you lose that monopoly. <laughs> Everybody, stand behind me. This could get ugly. You don't want to make Cassius angry, do you? He gets really spiky when he gets angry. Wait, it doesn't have to be like this. Inez, Elena, you don't have any contact with Earth, right? And it must be really lonely in this big space station all by yourself. You must miss your family and friends back home. Well, how about I give you this, this phone. It's super wired for space travel. Special premium for when you get six million followers. And you can talk to everybody just as much as you like. You would do that for me? Oh, gracias. Muchas, muchas gracias. Thank you so much. Okay, okay. I'll let you go. No, Cassius, you can't kiss them. You're too spiky. Remember what happened last time? Just please tell my followers to look for the balloon when they cleanse their auras. Okay. Adios, everybody. Here, please take these tortilla chips. I'm sick of them. They're anchovy flavor. Be safe now. Bye-bye. Mamá, soy yo, Inés Elena. Estoy aquí atorando el Phew. That was a close one. Now... On with the mission to boldly float around going nowhere. Um, Captain, what's that thing that looks like an enormous burning hot missile heading straight towards us? What is racing towards the balloonists? Is it a comet, a missile or an alien rocket? And what do anchovy tortilla chips taste like? Find out next time on the Great Floating Paper Balloon Radio Show! In your big bubble, oh, oh, fly me to the moon. In your big bubble.